Welcome to the Seasoned Athlete Podcast, your home for stories, inspiration, and advice from athletes over 40. I'm your host, Robin Leggett. I'm a later in life athlete who became a roller derby skater in my 30s and a runner and obstacle racer in my 40s. Now I'm an athletic aging coach who helps women over 40 experience the massive life benefits that come with exploring your athletic potential at any age and any fitness background. If that fires you up, keep listening. Let's do this. Today's topic is a topic that nobody really wants to talk about or wants to have to talk about, but it's an important one for anyone who seeks to live an athletic lifestyle in any way, shape, or form, and that's injuries. Because the honest to truth about injuries is that if you're an athlete, injuries are a reality. Of course, the goal is always to do what you can to prevent them. Of course, of course. And there are plenty of smart practices that you can implement into your training and your overall lifestyle to help prevent or reduce injury. But today, I want to talk about what to do when an injury inevitably happens. Because the goal, of course, is to be able to heal and bounce back as quickly as possible. But as we age, that bounce back doesn't often come as easily as you'd like. So today, I want to focus on smart injury recovery for the ageless athlete. And when I say ageless athlete, I typically mean anyone over age 40 or around age 40 who lives an active lifestyle or chooses to move your body intentionally, or runs, or lift weights, or plays a sport of any kind. In short, if you have a body, and you move it, and you are aging, and it's okay to say that you are, that you're aging, I know that can feel like a dirty word that you want to avoid, but it's the reality, so we may as well embrace it. I am 46 years old, and I am aging as an athlete. So if that's you, this episode is also for you. For starters, I want to differentiate between minor injuries and major injuries. Because the last thing I want you to do is get a major injury as in something that might require surgery or physical therapy or immobilization. And instead of going to a doctor like you should, you decide to listen to a podcast episode for healing and recovery tips. Because I'm going to make it abundantly clear here, that is not what we're doing here. So. If you get injured in a way that requires medical intervention, get medical intervention. And if you're not sure if it needs medical intervention, go see a doctor anyway. I'll give you an example from my own life. So a bunch of years ago, I was working out at a gym and then I took a bad step off of a small plyo box and twisted my ankle really badly. I somehow walked out of the gym that day. I really kind of limped and hobbled out of the gym that day. But as the night went on, the pain worsened, the ankle stiffened. And having somehow never broken a limb in all my years of playing roller derby, I really had no idea what it felt like to break an ankle. And if somehow someone could maybe walk away from that. So I did what many, many people do in this situation. I asked my Facebook friends. Yeah, (laughs) I did that. I did. Thankfully, Dr. Facebook did what Dr. Facebook should do, which was overwhelmingly encourage me to go to an actual medical doctor and get an x-ray. So I did, and I was happy to learn that it wasn't broken, just badly sprained. Okay, that's fine. I could make a recovery plan from there. But the moral of this story is, if you don't know whether or not to go to a doctor to get checked out, go get checked out. 
you and your doctor can then create a plan of action to facilitate your recovery. Now that I've said that, for the purpose of this episode, I really want to focus on minor injuries and muscle strains, things like that. Or if you've been treated by a medical professional for a major injury and you're ready to take the path back to regular activity. Because I am not a medical doctor. I'm going to repeat that so it's clear. I am not a medical doctor. Please, please do not substitute me for one. Okay, I feel like I've said what I needed to say here, put out all my disclaimers. And now with all that said, let's get started. So the first thing to keep in mind is if it causes you pain, do not train on it. I'm not saying don't train at all. And I think that's a mistake that many people make when they get an injury of some kind. Like if you have a sprained ankle or calf pain or a shoulder injury, the answer is just to not exercise at all for a while. But if you don't want to lose the progress you made in other areas, but you don't want to lose the progress you made in other areas simply because you injured one area. For example, if you're unable to run or jump because of a lower body injury, you can still train your upper body and vice versa. You can also modify lower body movements to not aggravate the injury. An example here is that there are some injuries that will prevent you from running, but you can still get on a bike or row to continue to build your cardiovascular endurance. You want to let pain be your guide here. If it causes you pain, and I'm not talking about general soreness, but the kind of pain that comes with an injury, and you typically know what that pain is, you know it when you feel it. Don't do things that cause that kind of pain. If it doesn't cause pain, it's generally okay. And if you don't know how to modify your exercises or your training program to work around injuries, consult with a coach. A good coach can typically provide modifications for pretty much anything that will still allow you to get the benefit of the movement and often train similar muscle groups without causing pain and continuing to aggravate the injury. This could mean a banded pull down instead of a pull up or a step out into a burpee instead of a jump out. So start with this, and hopefully it's reassuring that in many cases, not all, but many, there are plenty of ways for you to still get a really solid training session in without causing pain to the injury site and prolonging the injury. Fatigue can be one of the biggest barriers to success in any activity involving strength, endurance, and mental focus. Taking in proper nutrition can be a game changer to help you maximize athletic performance as well as facilitate muscle repair and reduce post-workout soreness. The AminoCo offers 100% science-backed essential amino acid formulas designed to increase performance and improve recovery time. The AminoCo's Perform formula gives your body the fuel it needs to perform at its best and recover faster and stronger. I use Perform to power through my intense workouts without feeling jittery. After my workout, I refuel with Heal to help reduce stiffness and soreness so I can bounce back quicker between training sessions. Heal is more than three times more efficient at triggering muscle growth and repair than any other protein. You can check out their science by visiting aminoco.com slash SA30. And right now you can get 30% off by using code SA30 and get a free gift with every purchase. The link again is aminoco.com slash SA30. And you can find that link in the show notes as well. So now that I've covered how to keep your fitness routine humming along, even if you have to work around an injury, let's talk about strategies you can use to ensure you're healing in a timely manner and in a way that gets you back to full strength. I'm going to start with what I think is the number one thing you can do to speed up healing, and that is to sleep. I'm talking prioritizing getting a minimum of seven to nine hours of sleep and setting yourself up to get good quality sleep. And really, 
This is something you should be doing even if you're not injured. The reason for this is that the bulk of your muscle repair happens when you're sleeping. So if you're not getting enough sleep, you're depriving your body of its best opportunity to recover and repair. I also want to make it clear that when I say muscle repair, it's not just injured muscle that I'm talking about. I'm also talking about repairing damage done to your muscles in the course of a standard workout. When you sleep, your body repairs this damage and builds the lean muscle you need to continue to improve upon your workouts. So if you don't get enough sleep, your progress over time will be slower. If you want to maximize your gains, good quality sleep is a non-negotiable. And for injury repair, good quality sleep is crucial. Improving your sleep so that you can facilitate that healing comes down to two main areas of focus, conditions that promote better sleep and habits that promote better sleep. Of course, the specifics of each of these are highly individual to you, but here are some examples. You can improve sleep conditions by keeping your sleeping area cool, and this can be especially helpful if you're experiencing hot flashes as a symptom of perimenopause. You can hang room darkening curtains. You can wear a sleep mask. These are just some examples on how to set up conditions that promote good sleep. As for habits, examples include turning off screens 30 minutes before bed, reading a physical book while in bed if that is something that makes you tired, turning off lights and physically going to bed eight to nine hours before your wake-up time to train your mind and body to recognize when it's bedtime and respond accordingly, things like that. The overall purpose of all of this is to make sleep and doing what is necessary to get better, higher quality sleep a non-negotiable priority so that you can reap the muscle healing and repairing benefits that come with it. So we start with that. Now you can build on this by increasing your protein intake. Protein is essential for muscle synthesis, particularly as you age and as estrogen declines as you head into your menopausal years. Estrogen has anabolic properties, meaning it helps build muscle. But as it declines as you age, you start experiencing muscle loss. This is why taking in protein becomes more important than ever and why it's especially important to prioritize protein intake when you're injured. If you want to get more specific, and we do, it's also important that your protein sources are high in leucine, which is an essential amino acid necessary for muscle growth. Whey protein, milk, casein protein, beef, and black beans are great examples of protein sources high in leucine. Speaking of casein specifically, this is a slow-release protein that can be useful to ingest before you sleep. Reason being, since it's slow release, it can provide your body with a steady source of protein while you're in an extended fasted state, which is essentially what's happening when you're sleeping. You're not eating, right? There you go. Unless you sleepwalk to the kitchen to grab some food, but that is neither here nor there. When you're injured or when you're not, drinking a casein protein shake in the evening is a nutritional strategy that some active people use to promote protein muscle synthesis when sleeping. So I've covered modified exercise, I've covered sleep, and I've covered protein. Now let's talk about recovery practices you can implement to speed up injury healing. I'll start with the most basic thing you can do. Unless you've been told to keep the injured site immobile, in which case you absolutely should, gentle movement can be helpful to reduce stiffness and promote recovery. So we'll start with that, keeping the area moving within a pain-free range of motion. That part is important. Don't push through the pain, but move if you can. You can also implement some specific recovery practices and techniques that you feel comfortable doing. These can include anything from sports massage to acupuncture to cryotherapy, compression boots, EMS, also known as electromuscular stimulation, 
The thing that many of these practices have in common is that they stimulate blood flow to the injured area, reduce inflammation, and trigger muscle responsiveness. Your choice and recovery technique can be dependent on finding practitioners that you trust and being comfortable with and believing in the effectiveness of the practice itself. And some come with a financial investment that you have to be comfortable with as well. But speeding up your healing and coming back strong may be worth a financial investment. I'll go back to my sprained ankle example. When I sprained my ankle, I was months away from a half marathon and my sprain was bad. Thankfully, I had an acupuncturist that specialized in working with athletes, so I started going to see her weekly. Shout out to Dr. Johanna Ho. Anyway, when I visited her, my treatments included a combination of acupuncture and electromuscular stimulation, which is when electrode pads are attached to the injured area and a timed series of electrical pulses are administered. Over the months, I went from being completely unable to walk on the ankle to walking with a cane to walking without a cane to running again. And yes, I ran that half marathon. So ultimately, when it comes to injury recovery, here is a rundown on how you can focus on recovering smart. Number one, if it is severe or when in doubt, see a doctor and follow the plan from your doctor and or physical therapist. Number two, if you don't need to keep the area immobilized and your doctor supports it, continue modified exercise while working around the injured area and avoiding anything that causes pain to the injured area. Number three, prioritize good quality sleep to take advantage of the muscle synthesis and repair that happens when you are sleeping. Number four, eat a balanced diet with an emphasis on protein intake, including sources high in leucine. And number five, implement some dedicated recovery practices or increase the frequency of practices you're already doing. And finally, I'll leave you with this. Don't get discouraged. Like I said at the top of the episode, injuries are part of being an athlete. It's just part of the life. Yes, being a smart, ageless athlete means emphasizing practices that prevent injury. And the good news is that most of those are the exact things I covered here for injury recovery. But if it happens, and sometimes you can't help it, know that you can come back from it. Most athletes do. So be smart, be focused, be mindful, and you'll come back stronger and better than ever. Seasoned athletes, if you've fallen out of your fitness routine and the idea of jumping back in feels as daunting as putting together a work presentation the night before you have to present it, I have a fun freebie for you. Introducing the Off the Couch Starter Pack. Inside this free download, you'll find six days of strategically programmed workouts and recovery sessions for any fitness level, all designed to get you up, get you moving, and get you excited about working out again. I paired every workout and recovery session with its own hand-curated Spotify playlist to ensure that you're moving with joy every step of the way. Because that, my friend, is how you get fired up to get back into fitness again. So if you're looking for a way to open that door that's been closed for far too long and to do it in a way that's simple, effective, and fun, download my free off-the-couch starter pack now through the link in the show notes or at robinleggett.com slash bycouch.